They'd worked together less and less out of the office. Clements, as supervisor, the equivalent of general manager, had become trapped at his desk. Computers had proved to be just another form of landmines hemming him in. The diet of reports, reports, reports had put weight on him, turned muscle to fat. He was a big man, a couple of inches taller than Malone, and though he'd never been light-footed, his tread now was heavy. He was a prisoner looking for parole. In the meantime, on your feet, said Malone. He too had begun to thicken as middle age wrapped itself round him, but he still looked reasonably athletic. But he knew he was long past chasing crims on foot. We're going over to the southern Savoy. You can help me count the bodies. Clement stood up, reached for his jacket as if it were a lifebelt. I thought you'd never ask. Gail, keep an eye on this thing for me. He nodded at his computer, at its screen as blank as a crim's eye. Ignore everything but love and kisses from the commissioner. Gail Lee, one of the four women detectives on the staff of Twenty, looked at Malone. What's the matter with him? He's light-headed. He's going to be a detective again. The two men went out of the room, Malone as usual putting on his pork pie hat. It made him look like a cop from the 1950s but it was his trademark, though only in the eyes of his staff. They let themselves out through the security door and disappeared, unaware of the swamp they were to step into in room 342 at the Hotel Southern Savoy. Gail Lee looked at Cheryl Dallin, another of the distaff side of homicide. I think they're both into the menopause. Cheryl leaned back in her chair, swept an arm around her. Won't it be lovely when all this is ours? A woman commissioner, seven women assistant commissioners. The three men still in the large room looked up, like pointers that had scented danger. Gail and Cheryl exchanged foxy grins. Malone and Clements drove through a day as sharp as a knife against the cheek. A westerly wind had wetted it. Building outlines were as clean as etchings. A lone cloud was like an ice floe. Queues stood at bus stops looking as miserable as if they were queuing for the dole. The car's radio told them the temperature was only 14 degrees Celsius. A summer's day in Finland, said Clements. Or in England, said Malone, and they smiled at each other with down-under smugness. Phil Truak, cigarette satisfied, was waiting for them in the lobby of the hotel. It was not a large lobby. Expense had been spared by the developer who'd built the hotel. It was crowded now with departing guests, some of whom looked to be in a hurry as if afraid they might be the next murder victims. They were unwelcome guests, two pressmen and three radio reporters. Malone was grateful there were no television cameramen. Television shots of crime scenes never seemed to show anything but police officers going in and out of doorways as if looking for work. Truak pulled Malone and Clements to one side. They stood behind a limp palm, the one piece of greenery in the lobby. The media want a statement. Stuff him for the moment, said Malone. Where's the manager? He's up with crime scene. He seems to have recovered. Your wife's up there too, Russ. Clements frowned. Is Emmy? What's she doing there? I don't know. Truak held up a hand as they stepped out from behind a palm, and the five reporters pushed forward. Later, guys. Is there any connection between the two murders? Is it a serial killer? She was from a radio station. 
She chewed on serial killer as if it were a liqueur-filled chocolate. Malone remembered the days when all police reporters had been male, eager cubs or hard-bitten hacks. These girls were just as tenacious. Or is it just coincidence? Coincidence, said Malone, stepping into the left and pressing the button for the doors to close. It makes the world go round. She won't learn that till she's middle-aged, said Clements. Who's upstairs, Phil, besides my wife? Couple of uniformed guys. Two plain clothes from Regent Street. Norma Nichols and a young guy from crime scene. Truac, like most of the older cops, still used the old term instead of forensic. Police teams, like football teams, were constantly being renamed. Your wife and the guy from the morgue. And Derek, the manager. D-E-R-I.